If you always feel like you have to be the one to do everything in your life, and if you don't do it, then it's not going to get done. I have some news for you today, and I want to talk through where this is coming from. We call this ultra independence. And so I think it's about time that we get rid of it, or at least talk about it. So come on in, grab a blanket, and let's get to it. Hello and welcome. My name is Chastity. If you are new to me, thank you so much for being here. I am a mother, a therapist, and a coach. I'm here creating this content, creating this information and putting it out to you because I have a mission to help you manage the challenges and the glories of working and being a mom at the same time and everything that comes with that, right? The balancing act of trying to do quote unquote it all um, while also taking care of yourself and redefining what you look like in this season of your life without guilt, without overwhelm and burnout, getting rid of these different labels and titles that we've had um, throughout our lives. So we're going to talk more about ultra independence today. But before we get to that, I do want to remind you that my books are open. I'm only accepting a few more clients for this month. So if you have been dying to work with me or you just want to work with me, I don't know if you're dying to work with me, but if you just want to work with me as your one-to-one coach, as we walk through redefining who you are, learning practically how to manage emotions, get out of the fight or flight mode and out of survival, I'm just living my day by day and get you to the more energized, joyful part of you that balances mom and work life, listen, I invite you to apply. Um, In the description, you will find the link to do so, and I hope to chat with you soon. So let's talk about ultra-independence. To me, ultra-independence is this idea that doing things by yourself is the only way to go. It's the only way to go because it's the best way to go. It's it's the only way to go because, and we'll talk about this later, it's what you're used to. So this could have started, and for most people, it does start before you become a mom. You're the type that you don't need a whole lot of direction from other people. You just get started with stuff on your own. You, you do it. You run with it. You don't need someone to babysit you to get things done. You're on it, right? People often come to you and say, oh my goodness, how are you doing all of this? You got this going on and this and this and this. How are you doing all of that? People also are ad- admire the fact that you can do a lot of things, not just do the things, but do it on your own. They're kind of mesmerized by the fact that you yourself alone can do these things. Ultra Independence says, I'm going to put independence on fire. I'm going to light it up. I'm going to magnify the point that I don't need anyone to help me. So there's a lot of different ways that ultra independence can show up. We'll talk about like pre, pre kiddo, kiddo, and then, you know, how we move forward from here. One of the things that I want to highlight before we get into that, though, is how much our society praises people who are quote unquote strong, who can handle a lot. How many times have you heard she's a strong woman, particularly she's a strong black woman, right? She's she's doing all these things. It's like, oh, she figured it out. She got the keys to, to, the, to the car. We need to be more like her. We need to figure out the sauce that she has. There's also 
a lot of noise in even the TV shows and media that we consume about this whole idea that, you know, I'm, I'm an independent woman. I can do for myself. I don't need, you know, um, I don't need no man. Okay. I don't need other people to help me or assist me along the way. I want to tell you or give you rather a few examples of how that belief could have come about. Now, anytime I'm sharing things like this or anybody is sharing kind of where things come from or beliefs and, and, and what they might be attached to, always take it in. If it's not completely for you, just take what you need and leave the rest, right? But for a lot of the people that I've talked to that really have this challenge of needing people, depending on people, um, somewhere, if we dig a little deeper and we look in their past, whether that is in their childhood with their caregivers or it is in a relationship, um, trust has been broken. I know for me, I grew up in a single parent home. I'm a product of divorce. And my parents got a divorce, I believe, when I was in the fifth grade. But before that, my dad really didn't live with, a, live with us that much. And so I would always have this expectation that, oh, like my dad said, when he comes this weekend, we're going to get a chance to do X, Y, and Z. And I would just be so excited. You know what happened on the weekend? He didn't come. And so I developed this kind of theory of like, oh, well, if I want to have fun or if I want to do a particular thing, I cannot wait for someone else. I cannot depend on someone else. I must do it myself. Maybe that's that's kind of what you experienced as well. Maybe it's a different relationship. Maybe it doesn't have anything to do with a parent. Maybe it's more like a romantic relationship, right? Trust was broken, whether they cheated on you, they said hurtful things, um, they, you guys broke up and there, there wasn't really a lot of resolve. Maybe a friend gossiped about you or cut the relationship, cut the relationship um, off without giving some type of closure for you and it, you felt very hurt or you depended on them to do something and they didn't come through. There's a lot of disappointment attached to those relationships and because of that, the takeaway is I got to do it myself. I got to do it on my own. And if I don't do it, if I don't make it happen, it's not going to happen. And I want this to happen. I need it to happen. So I must do it by myself. Is that resonating with you? I know it resonates with a lot of the moms that I talk to. And what happens is motherhood puts that on fire. Oh my God, it illuminates these beliefs and these feelings and even behaviors around this belief set, right? Trust has been broken. I've been disappointed when I've depended on other people. I can no longer do that anymore. I must do it on my own, right? So that looks like no one can come and watch your baby. And I'm talking about no one who is trusted, right? You don't want just anybody. But people who are trusted, you know them, they've been dependable in other areas of your life. I'm talking close friends, family, you know that they're going to mean well for your child, right? No one can help you in any kind of way. You can't step away from the baby or you can't, um, no one else can be responsible for taking the kids to the doctor or you, you can't, no one else can even do the grocery shopping because it has to be done by you because you have the answer and you're going to get it done. You can't depend on anybody else to do it. 
it seeps into every little avenue. Even when it comes to intimacy, to be intimate with someone, we don't have to have no sex talk, but when, when it comes to being intimate, there is a lot of vulnerability in depending on that other person to, you know, help bring you a little bit of pleasure. And if you have these kind of thoughts about, I don't need anything from anyone, I can do it on my own, then it will be hard for you to be vulnerable in that space. And I've talked to a lot of my friends who work with couples who are sex therapists, marriage and family therapists, and they talk about this dynamic that happens after a child is born inside of the family. It's like sex is off the table. You know, it's very difficult for them to communicate and come together and have that type of intimate relationship that they used to have. And I believe one of the reasons why is because of ultra independence. Motherhood lights lights it on fire and it activates this part of you that says, I don't need you. There's a part of you that maybe wants that connection, like you want the benefits of being connected to that person, connected to um, having a lighter load. But there's something in you that says, I just can't. And that something is control. Now, I know we think harsh things about control. But control can be one of those things that help you get through those tough moments, right? If you came from a family of divorce, you had no control in that situation. Like I did. I was a kid. I had no control on whether he came or whether he did not. What kind of family, you know, memories that were stored up. I was young. I had no control over it. So what is the opposite of no control? All control. Maybe for you, it's a different example. Right. Can't control someone walking out, cheating, mistreating you, talking about you, breaking up the relationship out of nowhere. So what is the opposite of no control? All control. It enters the chat motherhood and you're like, yes, this is where I get my revenge. (laughs) And of course, you're not saying that. And maybe not like concretely thinking that, but maybe internally, just a little bit of whisper like we got. You know, this, this sense of control, this desire to control out of this place of ultra independence, only I can do it, only I can do it right to get it done. It needs to be done. So it has to be me by myself. This, this aspect of control will drive you to places that are not healthy. It'll drive you to resentment. Just did an episode related to resentment. It will drive you to depression. It will drive you to overwhelm, burnout, anxiety, stress, all of the things, relationship conflict, even the way you parent. And so I want to I want to bring this up because I've had a lot of experience with before I started uh, doing therapy with moms. I also saw children. And so in me doing therapy with children, um, I got a chance to speak to their parents and I got a chance to learn more about their background and how their parenting decisions were impacting, you know, how their previous experiences were impacting the way that they parented. And a lot of the themes were, um, you know, it, it's just me or I have to I have to do it all. There's I don't have a lot of support. Um, and so this has to be set up the way that it is. Well, 
sometimes there was an instance where it's a single mom you know she doesn't have anyone in the home that's supporting and helping and so that was a different conversation but then in other times it was just the fact that their way was the way and not just a way and the idea of letting go of of all of the control because you do need a little control when you are raising, right? They're, they, You are responsible for them. So there is that element of healthy control, right? But having all of it is what we talked about releasing. And in what area can you ask for support and delegate this to someone else and, you know, put sacrifice this and put this down for a minute so that you have the opportunity to receive help, re- receive rest, right? And maybe you're kind of in this place as I'm talking. You're like, oh, shoot. That kind of sounds familiar. It, it sounds familiar to me that I don't, I have to be the one to clean because I'm the only one to get it done right. I have to be the one to do the grocery shopping because they don't always get the right things. I have to be the one to do the clothing shopping, to do to set the appointments. I have to be the ones to pay the bills. I have to be, I have to. I have to. And I want to ask you why. Is it because you truly, that truly is a strength of yours? And if you were to delegate it, it it truly would not be the same. Or is there a part of you that doesn't have trust that if you hand it off to someone else, that it will get done? Is there a part of you that will feel irresponsible if you relinquish that control? Is there a part of you that is fearing disappointment and so you take it all in and you put it on yourself because you know that there's little room for disappointment because you're in the driver's seat if that is you i want to invite you to release that now i know it is not a simple thing to just be like you know what i'm gonna release my ultra independence today and you just sit it down like it's you know a purse or something. I know it's not that easy. I know it's not that easy. But recognizing the fact that that is a pattern of yours, um, being honest of that it is a pattern of yours. Sometimes it's hard for us to say, I like to be in control. Okay? I, I like to be in control. One, you got anxiety in one ear telling you if you don't do this, the bad things are going to happen and you're not going to be okay at the end of it. You got depression back here being like, just get in the bed, girl, lay down. Just lay it all down, okay? You got motherhood and other things related to that saying everything is urgent right now. And you have changes happening every three to six months. You got to keep up with it all. You got your marriage and your relationships that are also saying, I need your attention and your connection. All of these things that want to pull from you. And instead of you saying, you know what? Let me just kind of stand back and say, what can I give? And what do I feel like I have to do because I'm the only one that should be doing it? You know, think through those areas where your ultra independence is shining. Um, and maybe we don't get rid of all of it today. You know, maybe we make that understanding that today doesn't have to be the last day that you function out of this place of 
mistrust of the people around you or the fear of disappointment that something's going to go wrong and somehow you'll be responsible because you gave them the task and they didn't get it back to you, right? <sighs> Things will happen. Maybe they won't happen in the way that you would have done it, but they will happen. The diapers will get changed. The kid will get dropped off to the right place. Maybe the doctor's appointment won't go exactly how you envisioned it would go, but it's going to go. Maybe there are a few things in the shopping cart that should not be there. But will you survive? Think through some of those things. Do I need to have control in this area or am I fearful of letting this area, this control go? What disappointment am I holding on to? What mistrust am I holding on to? Savor that. Think about that. I hope today's episode was very helpful for you in defining what the heck ultra independence is, why it could come up for um, come up for you, whether there was an early experience or recent experience with relationships, how it impacts motherhood and everything in between, and hopefully some helpful tips on how you can manage and uh, start to get rid of it. Okay, let me know your thoughts and your feelings and your comments. If you're watching on YouTube, comment down below. If you're over on Instagram or even on the podcast, I, I sometimes, you know, be like my podcast people because I can, you, you only hear me, right? But find me on Instagram and DM me. I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode and I'll see you in the next one.